From the Ingle Studio, this is Cherokee Football Friday. Get the inside scoop on all the games. And welcome to another edition of Cherokee Football Friday. I'm Keith Ippolito with the BG Ad Group. He's Griffin Callahan, sports writer, Cherokee Tribune Ledger. Griffin, how are you, man? It's good to see you. Hey, you too, man. Doing well. It was it was a rough week for some of our Cherokee County teams, though. You know, but we got a playoff spot clinched and still you know, a lot to talk about out there. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I believe there's only two weeks left, right? Until uh, until it starts, right? Yeah, we got two weeks left, and some teams only have one game left. So this is going to be an important week. All right. Well, let, yeah, let's get into last week's games. So first one I see on our notes, Creekview over Woodstock, only putting up three points. Uh, what you see in that one? Yeah, just, uh, that was our Thursday night game. Just total domination from Creekview last week. Grizzlies scored 28 unanswered in the third quarter after rough first half offensively. And they even had a special teams touchdown with Jackson Stanley's 40-yard punt return. Woodstock, you know, they showed some life in that first half, uh, especially on the defensive side, you know, holding that Creekview offense down. But, you know, Woodstock's defense made some plays, forcing turnovers on consecutive drives in the second quarter. But, you know, there's only so much that you can do when, uh, you know, Austin Guest and that offense get going. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's only so much a defense can handle if the offense is only putting up three points. So, you know. What are you going to do? Next up on the slate, Walton put a beating 48-7 to on Cherokee. Thoughts on that one? Yeah, I mean, this game, it's just about what we could have expected coming in. I mean, Walton is a powerhouse, and mm-hmm. that offense showed up. And Walton set the tone really on the opening snap. You know, this is the game I was at, and Cameron Lloyd took a, a short pass. He went 80 yards for a touchdown on the first snap of the game, and you know, it was off races from there. And, and Cherokee. So the tone was sent early. Yeah, no, it, it definitely was. And, and Cherokee moved the ball well at times, but they just couldn't get in the end zone outside of a long scramble from the quarterback. And, and we saw some nice plays, especially you know on, later in the game, guys like Keenan Hunter on Cherokee's defense were making plays, but Cherokee was down as top linebacker, Chase Montgomery, heading into the game. So, you know, we just knew it was going to be tough. Next, Alatuna, 34 to Etowah, putting up a donut, basically. What you see in this one? Yeah, it was it was the first of two county teams getting shut out this week. Um, and for Etowah, you know, this one hurt, which uh, unfortunately has been a theme this season as injuries have piled up for him. And quarterback Sadiq Teal for Alatuna, 112 rushing yards on just four carries and 155 and three touchdowns through the air. Um, you know, it was it was just a tough game all around. But some good news for Etowah. I mean, Jack Strickland was back on the field coming off that hand injury, so they have a healthy quarterback now. But that offense just really couldn't get going. And last one on our list, uh, Rome, 55, River Ridge, another donut. Oh, man, that's an ugly score. Griffin, what what you see here, man? Yeah, no, it's, it's just what Rome's been doing all year. You know, they're mm-hmm. putting up a lot of points and not allowing many. And it's another one where you could have predicted the outcome here. It looks like Rome is pretty much a shoe-in for the region championship again and, and just mm-hmm. performing and put some emphasis on it. Wolves held the Knights to just 85 yards of offense, and Rome's quarterback threw for 307 yards, five touchdowns. This is one where you just kind of have to wipe it away for River Ridge and move on to this next week. Yeah, got to have uh, amnesia with that one. God almighty. Getting a little uh, headlines here. Uh, Creekview clinched the playoffs. I know this is obviously one of the teams that you cover being in Cherokee County. What, what are you seeing here, and can they make a deep run? Yeah, so Creekview punched his ticket this week uh, after missing them, you know, missing the playoffs last year. And mm-hmm. at this point, they're still averaging over 30 points per game, at 31.2 to be precise. And that offense is tough to stop, and it's only getting better. And if you look at their offense, they just have multiple options at skill positions. And 
I remember at the beginning of the year when I was talking to Creekview's coach, Trevor Williams, he he said he's got three to four guys he's comfortable with getting substantial carries in the backfield, and they've really lived up to it. They've got Mason Mund as the lead back at over 100 carries, but you know behind him, it's Grayson Davis, Nigel Agamay, along with receiver Cal Schubert, all have 20-plus carries this year. And quarterback Austin Guest, you know, leading the pack with a thousand yards and, and twelve touchdowns on the mm-hmm. ground. You know that that offense really can. So can they're make... deep. They they've got a lot of depth. They're deep, and that's what you need when it gets to playoff times. So you're going to be overcoming things like injuries and mm-hmm. everything, and so depth is especially important this time of year. All right, two weeks left, basically. Let's get a breakdown of where the region at. Who you think the favorite is to maybe go on and win the whole thing? What are you seeing? Yeah, well, I mean, favorite has to be Rome, just looking at it. They're mm-hmm. you know, heading into week 11. The playoff picture looks like you know, Rome at one, Creekview two, Sequoia three, and Alatoona at four, River Ridge at five, and Woodstock and Etowah below them. You know, the fun thing about this region setup is a lot can still change with two games left for a lot of mm-hmm. these teams. You know, if Sequoia wins out, you know, which it very well may, it, it secures the, the number two spot and home field advantage, which is something Coach Teeter has said is really valuable in the postseason not having to travel and having your home crowd to support you. And the bottom of the region, though, is where things can get really interesting with Alatoona and River Ridge. They still play each other, which looks like that game will determine who gets in, essentially, depending on you know, wins and losses this mm-hmm. week. And there's plenty to watch for over these next two weeks. And there can be a lot of movement in this region. So now that we have an idea what the regions is looking like, uh, this week's game, let's start off with the first one. Alatoona is at Sequoia. Uh, what are you seeing? What are you thinking for this one? Yeah, this matchup got a lot more interesting now that Alatuna has won two games in a row. You know, looking mm-hmm. at this game when Alatuna was 0 and 6, you're like, okay, Sequoia can kind of run these guys over. But now that Alatuna's won two straight and they've looked good doing it. And so mm-hmm. I talked to Alatuna's first year coach, Brad Smith, earlier this week, and he said this is essentially a playoff game for him and his team after that winless start. And Sequoia's offense is going to do its thing, as you'd expect, you know, run the clock, keep the ball out of the Buccaneers' hands, and get the ball to its playmakers. So they can't take them lightly is what I'm hearing. Yeah, no, you definitely can't. I mean, that's a team that's playing inspired football right now, and and Sequoia, you know, in order to get that home field advantage, they have to win this game. Okay, Etowah at River Ridge, what's your thoughts? Yeah, no, River Ridge needs this one bad against a banged-up Etowah team, uh, especially after last week. But this is a county game, and Etowah is not going to back down. Coach Kemper and those guys are going to get it, give it everything they've got, and they're going to try to play spoiler to the Knights' postseason dreams. So this is going to be an important game as well. And Cherokee at North Cobb. Yeah, for this one, the big thing is Cherokee just needs to put the ball in the end zone, plain and simple. I mean, here and the Warriors have shown they can move the ball. It's, it's just going to come down to finishing drives and, and putting that defense in position to make plays. They can't dwell on last week. You know, that Walton team is a in a different league right now and, and north cobb is, is more of, more of a vulnerable team and, and cherokee just needs to go out and get this one and creekview and woodstock are both on buys i see do they have any big injuries going on over there or are they just trying to get healthy or uh do you have any information on that yeah so both these teams you know on bye weeks creekview has already clinched its playoff spot you know the grizzlies just have one game left on their schedule, but it's mm-hmm. the toughest one with Rome. Um, you know, this is going to be a good opportunity just to heal up, you know, minor injuries and things like that. We'll just see how good that this team can be you know, hosting Rome the final week of the regular season and with two weeks to prepare. 
Okay. And with Creekview already basically having it locked up, in their next match, do you think that the coach has the mindset of resting any players or even if, if they get off to a big lead, will he rest some players at the half or no, not not the mindset? I don't think so. I, I think the way with Creekview is playing, I mean, I think they want to keep those guys together and continue to build chemistry. And, and Rome is a really good team. So it, it's mm-hmm. going to be tough them to build a lead but you know if it, i think that they really want to win this game this this is a game they've had circled on their schedule and yeah it's yeah so this is yeah year. this is yeah 100 um all right well great stuff as always griffin that's going to wrap up this first segment over here on the other side of this break we're going to hear from the sequoia head coach james teeter and you're also going to hear griffin's conversation with head coach from alatuna brad smith and you will hear both of those on the other side of this break Right now, while it's scalding hot outside, the last thing you may be thinking about is your furnace. But you'll be relying on it soon enough, with fall on the horizon, football starting, and the summer rapidly winding down. Daco Systems is waiving the diagnostic fee with repairs if needed, a value of $84. Daco Systems is also offering $50 off repairs for a limited time. In addition, Taco Systems offers duct fogging for just $129, using an EPA-approved cleaning agent to sanitize and disinfect the entire duct system. Hey, the air quality in your home matters. Take advantage of these offers to ensure your furnace and ducts are in top condition as the summer ends and cooler weather approaches. Call 770-209-2261 today for more info or visit DacoSystems.com. Daco Systems, your premier train comfort specialist. When a loved one passes and the emotion and grief sets in, Darby Funeral Home is more than there for you. What they'll do next is design you a healing experience. Their peaceful and intimate setting becomes a place where people find closure, renewal, and togetherness. Since 1961, Darby Funeral Home in Canton has been creating this experience of healing. Get in touch with them at 770-479-2193 and let them arrange your personal service. That's 770-479-2193 or darbyfuneralhome.com. This is Griffin Callahan with the Cherokee Tribune. I spoke with Sequoia coach James Teeter and Alatuna coach Brad Smith this week for their Week 11 matchup in a game that has serious playoff implications. Yeah, so it looks like you guys got Alatuna this week and they just got a, a second straight region win. How can you slow them down? Uh, we're actually really well on defense, but their offense is pretty good. Um, so we're going to find a way to slow that quarterback down and that running back are really, really good. Um, and then this way, like always for us, our offense has got to do their part to keep them off the field to help out the defense a little bit. And how was the, the bye week for you guys? Was it a good chance to kind of rest up but, but still get some work in with the importance of these next few games? Yeah, it gave us a chance to get a little bit more healthy, especially this time of year. So it was good for our kids, a good week. So, you know, it was really helpful for us. And with the way the offense played, you know, against Creek a few two weeks ago, is that the kind of potential that these guys have moving the ball and being explosive? I think so. I mean, we're finally getting our feet under us and understanding everything. So I think we have a chance to do that week in, week out. But it just comes down to how we block up front. I thought we blocked really well up front and gave us a chance. Kind of kept them guessing a little bit with – being able to run the ball, we could throw a little bit too, and then vice versa. And this week, you know, with the the playoffs coming up in a few weeks, you know, is this team kind of where you want them and expect them to be at this point in the season? Uh, for the most part, yeah. I think there's still room for improvement and things we need to work on to get better at. But for the most part, yeah, it's where we thought we would be. 
So it looks like you guys won a second straight game last week and got a chance to now you got a chance to make the playoffs. How important is this game on Friday night? Uh, it's extremely important. Uh, kind of what you said, like we gotta have it to get into the playoffs, and we gotta have the next one. So you know, that's kind of we're treating this right now as our playoffs. These next two games. Yeah, with Sequoia, how do you think you match up with them, and what challenges do they create? No, uh, Coach Tier done a tremendous job uh, with those guys when I was the office coordinator at Dalton. Uh, we used to go against them. They were a traditional wing team team, and you know he's evolved into a uh, gun wing team. Team, they do a really good job, man. Uh, they have the Just the Inc. kids, absolutely dynamic, committed to Missouri, and they throw RPOs off of the run game with him. You know, have this shotgun, they got sophomore quarterback, sophomore tailback. They're really, really good. Uh, offensive line does a great job setting up the run. So we got our hands full there, and then defensively, they play a 3 4 defense, and they don't make mistakes. You know, we're going to have to be really, really smart with the football. Uh, it's gonna, I, I don't see a lot of kind of explosive plays, and we're going to have to manufacture some drives to, uh, to put some points on the board. And with the, your run game, I think it was over 230 yards last week. You know, is that the recipe going forward if you're, you're going to be able to move the ball like that? Absolutely. Uh, you know, we kind of opened it up a little bit. You know, uh, coming in here, I wanted to you know, establish a, an identity and who we are and what we're going to be about. I'll be honest with you, you know, it, it's taken a while. Well, probably longer than I expected, but I think the kids are bought into it, and the kids, uh, you know, now know the expectations and what we're looking for and what we want to be. We want to be a team that runs the ball first and play action pass off of it, and throw RPOs also off of the run. Uh, that's that's our identity. That's who we want to be, and I think we, you know, as as well as we have all year, we executed that plan, and uh, I was extremely proud of our guys. If you need legal representation, hire a firm that will fight for you. The Heller Law Firm is a trusted choice for legal representation. With extensive experience, awards, and high ratings, they have a proven track record in handling challenging cases. They understand the local legal system, setting proper expectations and developing effective strategies. The firm is also committed to community support. For a fighter on your side, contact the Hiller Law Firm at 770-345-1130. That's 770-345-1130. Or visit jeffhellerlaw.com. Give them Heller. All right, thanks for listening to another uh, week of Cherokee Football Friday. I'm Keith Ippolito. That's Griffin Callahan from the Cherokee Tribune Ledger. And we will see you next week. See you later, Griffin. Have a good week, brother. Thank you, too. You've been listening to Cherokee Football Friday, a presentation of the Cherokee Tribune-Ledger and the BG Ad Group.